Welcome to ForeverFit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome along to ForeverFit.tv. I'm Nicola Smith, your online personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach. And today's episode is brought to you by the online gym, your complete resource for fitness, nutrition and lifestyle. Over 400 workouts that you can do in your living room and every week there's like a weekly schedule for you to follow. So this week we've got like two hit workouts that you do in your living room, one with weights, one without weights. Completely optional if you don't have any weights then you've got a beautiful yoga, you've got... Um, sculpt and tone workout and all of these are just really short workouts so under 15 minutes you do in your living room if you've got kids at home they can you can still keep an eye on them and you can get a really great workout and you're doing it along with everybody else who are members being part of the community online gym community facebook page you know it's just an awesome resource to help you get in the best shape of your life and to help you thrive so make sure you check that out foreverfit.tv forward slash online gym. So this week I am talking all about learning how to love running and this is something that I have gone through a bit of a, a an experience myself and I used to enjoy running like I, I think I did anyway. Running used to be something that I really used to do. Um, I'm pretty sure I used to do it daily and I remember being living on um, Castle Street in Dunedin and just heading out for runs every day after uni and just going for runs and, and doing them and then going, being down in Queenstown, spent summers down in Queenstown working down there and just going for runs around the lake all the time. But then one of those summers my knee started to really hurt and I was entering multi-sports and I was doing lots of kind of um, mountain running and I, I really did enjoy it. But then my knee... I started to get patellofemoral syndrome, started to get really achy pains in my knees. And so then I started to really hate running and I started to um, get pain whenever I was running. And so then I've, you know, started to really dislike running. And so over time, I've kind of had this love-hate relationship with it because number one, I haven't been able to do it. So maybe I've been jealous of people who have been running or maybe it's because I didn't like it because it hurt me, or maybe I never actually enjoyed it in the first time, place. So running is something that um, is is a an experience, and I've been through the highs and the lows of it. And right now, I'm feeling awesome, but I'm trying to teach myself how to love running again. And this is something that just going out through the paces, like I can go out now for a 5k run, and I'm slowly starting to enjoy it, but you see, I want to, I'm doing it because I, the human body is designed to be able to run, it's designed to be able to um, thrive, and I want to be able to be fit enough to be able to go just enter in a race if I decided that I wanted to, and so this is the reason that I'm running. I'm not doing it for weight loss, I'm not doing it for any other reason apart from the fact that this is what our body's designed to do and so I'm putting some effort into maintaining this functional ability of my body. I'm putting effort into restoring the biomechanics of my body, making sure that I haven't got tight muscles that are affecting the the angle of my run and affecting the way that my knee's getting impacted when I run, making sure that I'm putting effort into recovery so that when it comes to running a few days later, I've got that ability and I've recovered well and I'm feeling great. So 
putting the effort into looking at running it in this way versus looking at it in terms of the weight loss and the um, yeah just fitness or burning calories because that's just a stupid game <laughs> so once you head out for a few the thing is the first run is going to be always hard it's you've got to blow out the cobwebs you've got to get rid of you know the baggage and you've got to go out and it's not going to be pleasant and it's definitely not easy the first run but when you start to look at different parts of running you start to appreciate what it's doing for you and this is what I've done for myself I've started to re write down you know what running does for me and started to look outside of just simply running and so when I put the, like the trainers on and I go for those first few runs it it is hard and it is uncomfortable but once you get past that then you start to realize it's so much more than fitness it's about getting outdoors it's about unplugging and it's about time to like think about things or problem solves for me it's a time to like listen to great podcasts to listen to maybe if I've kind of um, loaded up my podcasting ability so because I listen to business podcasts a lot and so if I've had done too much of that and my podcasting brain and my knowledge is jam packed then this might be a time where I just get some real pumping beats on and I'm heading out running and some of the best ideas come out then when I'm running and so the other thing to understand is, like I said, running is one of the most primal and natural things that your body's designed to do. And for 10 years, I've been like, I can't run. I'm just somebody who can't run because it hurts me. And so that's why I've fixed what's going on in my body. And now I'm restoring this natural ability. And I don't want to be that person who says I used to be a runner. And a really good book on this is... Um, at, um, Ready to Run by Kelly Sturrett. And so if you haven't got this and you are wanting to learn how to run and you're wanting to like restore your biomechanics and put some effort into being someone who is able to run instead of using the phrase, oh, I used to be able to run, but I have an old injury and that injury was 10 years ago. Well, this book will help you restore and put some effort into getting everything back into balance. It's a really good book. Um, so putting the effort into getting your biomechanics all back into balance, then you start to realise that you, uh, you can start to begin enjoying running. Because the funny thing is that I always wanted to be the person that enjoyed running. It's just like yoga. I always wanted to be the, and walking. I wanted to be the person who got up early in the morning and went for a walk. Because the more I surround myself with reading books of these successful people and reading books or, and finding about the habits and routines of successful people, you hear about what they do. And so you hear that they get up, they go for a walk or they go for a run and they meditate, they journal, they might do some yoga. And so they're like, I want to be that person that gets up early. I want to be that person who does yoga. I want to be that person that walks daily. I want to be that person that runs. I want to be that person that enjoys running. And so when I know the type of person that I want to be, then it's like, okay, how do I get myself to that? And so right now I'm going through that journey at the moment. I'm teaching myself how to enjoy the experience and enjoy the benefits of running. And one of the goals of this, as one of the goals of this year, is just to really learn to love running and create that habit into my week of three runs per week. And so one of the runs that I do in my week is a 3K loop 
that 3k loop is what my 30 minute walk is. So the, the loop that I do for my 30k walk on a Tuesday, I simply run it. But the way that I do that is I go out and I walk the first five minutes. So I'm warming myself up. Then I run and then I walk the final like 400 metres home. So I'm allowing myself to warm, warm down. And just that, that walk. And every week I'm trying to make it feel better. Some weeks you're feeling tired, some weeks you're not. But it's such an amazing feeling at the end of it. And then I might do some foam rolling or some yoga afterwards. And it just sets me up for my day. It's really short, it's really fast because I'm running it. Generally done in like 15 minutes. Then I do some yoga, maybe 10 minutes of yoga or foam rolling. And then I'm journaling and it's just an awesome routine to set me up for the day. And then I might spend half my day at a standing desk recording podcasts, doing videos, editing blogs and things like that. So that simple setting myself up and charging myself up is giving me way more than looking at it in terms of just exercise. So right, being aware of how it's benefiting me. Like when I'm out running, it's way more than exercise. It lifts my mood makes me feel human, makes me like improves my posture and improves my productivity of the day and so much more. And just when you start to note the benefits of what this is providing me with, it's helping me realise and give me so much more than just the fitness of running. So here are some simple ways that you can make this process for yourself and so that you can help to make running easier so maybe your goal is to join me on this journey so maybe you want to get your running going better so coming back to my three runs so I knew I had to finish that so my first run is on a Tuesday that's 3k loop it's a time trial run it's short it's sweet doesn't tire me out it just gets my heart pumping makes me feel really good and charges me up for my day so it's not about um, burning calories it's not about anything other than just making me feel awesome on that morning that is my normal 30 minute loop but I'm simply running it so every day I do a walk but on this Tuesday I'm running it on a Thursday I head up the mount so I'm doing hills and so that's the, the Mount Monganui hill is about 20-30 minutes give or take sometimes less straight uphill steps and so I'm doing that uphill and then on the other side of that, when I come down, because I've got an hour, because the way I do this is I hop in the car. Ben, my um, husband, has got um, a business networking group in the morning on a Thursday morning. So I simply roll out of bed and I get into that car and then I'm at the bottom of the mountain before you know it. So I take that first step, getting up, second step, hop in the car and I'm off. And so because I've got an hour on that morning waiting I get up the mountain often I'm back down again in half an hour because it takes that amount of time and so then usually what I'll do is a one case run or I might do some sprints on the beach and so that's kind of like my hill sprint interval day and it's just a really cool way to get again that kind of thing um, it's not it's very different to the Tuesday run because I've got some hills happening but and it's got some interval happenings and it's more of a kind of a strength speed day. So I've got the strength of climbing the hills, then I've got some sprints as well. Then on a Saturday, I do a long run. So for me, my long run is 5k, which um, at the moment, sometimes it's a little bit longer, but at the moment it's generally 5k. And I map that out using myrunningmap.com and you can map that out. And so that's what I'm doing consistently at the moment. I've been doing it maybe two or three months. And I'm not in any 
um, shape or form trying to increase it, do anything else except for those are the three rounds that I want to do each week and I'm just noticing what it's doing for every aspect of my life and it's making me stronger, making me feel like more human, improving my posture, productivity and everything else. So when you look at it in that way, that's how I'm starting to really enjoy running because of the feeling I get on the other side. It just makes me feel, you know, more stronger and better and accomplished and those kind of things. So the way that you start, so say this is something that you're wanting to begin. So so we don't need to be doing any more than three runs and I don't think you you should be doing any more than three runs. So say you want to start... First place for you to start is to simply make sure that you're walking 30 minutes every day. Do this consistently and once you've got this happening, because if you've been listening to these podcasts for a while, I'm sure you've got this habit down packed with me and you've been doing this a while. You're getting a good 30 minute walk in every day. And so if you've got that happening, your body's, you know, your biomechanics are all starting to get into place. You're not, haven't got, you're, you've got some good strength happening for you to be able to start to introduce some running. If you're somebody who's very sedentary and you spent you spend your day sitting and you suddenly go out running, it's a big jump for your body and that's where you might injure yourself. So you want to spend that time making sure you're getting plenty of walking happening. Then you want to introduce your running. So if you go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, the same days that I do it, so on a Tuesday you're just going to choose that walking route that you do and you're going to introduce some runs into it. And your run might just be one or two minutes and then you walk again, and one, two minutes, then you walk again, and you gradually, over time, you're going to increase the amount of time that you're running on that Tuesday. Then you're going to come home, do some foam rolling mobility, just get any niggly spots that might be tight, and just rebalance the body, and then carry on with your day. Next day, you're going to walk, cruise, do everything, and then on a Thursday, see if you can introduce some hills, maybe introduce some intervals, so you're just doing some short little real bursts of intensity and then bringing that back. And this doesn't have to be a long session. This can be 20 minutes, but like I said, mine's slightly longer because I'm, I'm stuck there until I have to pick him up again. And then on a Saturday is my long run. So this may mean that, um, so if you're a member of the online gym, every Saturday I recommend a 90 minute walk or like a 5k run. And so this is where if you're just starting out, you want to be getting in that 90 minute walk. So really making sure you're getting in the walking distance to your body. But then over time, you're going to turn that into a 5k run. And so you might you might run for 1k and then walk the rest. And just gradually, you're just starting to improve this ability and this functional capability of your body to be able to run, to be able to walk, to be able to sprint. You're getting in all of these aspects and it's just going to help you feel much better. It's going to help you feel more confident more alive, more functional, and yeah, you're just going to get so much more out of it. So, steps to help you improve your running, if you're going to join me on this journey, so hopefully you are, because it's nice to have people joining you, you're going to, step one, be a beginner. You don't have to be perfect, and you don't have to be good at it. It's okay to just start, and like I said, you just want to begin and not be perfect. So give it a go and or go back to where you th- you you um, started from. So be, be a beginner and build your fitness up and then fine-tune your techniques. So let, like all your past experiences go. So if you used to be a runner, let go of that 
and don't beat yourself up because on this first run you go out and you're just like whoa that was just way too hard like where's all my fitness gone I can't believe how hard this is but you used to find running really easy just let go of that and just bring yourself into this moment and know that the first three or four runs are going to be hard because you, you're asking your body to do something new that it's not used to so be aware of that and be be proud of going through that because it's a step closer to where you want to be you're getting closer to being that runner and forget about that what might have kind of discouraged you in the past and just start to create a new relationship with running so write down what the feelings that it get, gives you like maybe it's a sense of accomplishment maybe it's a sense of feeling really proud maybe it's a sense of um, freedom of um, get really creative and just write down what you experience and what you achieve from that running and even if you don't experience that in the first few runs because like I said those first three runs are not are not nice and might mean that two weeks down the track that then you start to write down what you're experiencing from that running so the next step that you want to take is like really back off the speed and run slower than you think you should so Going too hard too soon or, or thinking that you should be running at a certain pace is a really common mistake and it's one that you want to try and avoid. So you don't want to burn out too fast, like feel like that whole like feel the pain and, and pull up really sore the next day. You just want to go really easy. You want to build your body and your strength up. Remember ligaments take much longer for muscles to get stronger. So go slower than you think you should. Run slow and allow yourself to get into a really consistent rhythm to help you avoid an injury and give yourself a chance to like concentrate on your breathing and find a rhythm with your breathing find a relaxed posture through your upper body and find a stride length that's helping it be comfortable and just think of focusing on like perfecting your style focus on making sure your feet are running in a straight line and you're tracking like railway tracks through your feet so you aren't turning your feet out sideways or pigeon toes. Just back off the speed and allow yourself to um, yeah, concentrate on your technique and your breathing and don't think it has to be hard and fast. The next thing that you do is you set yourself small goals. So maybe the small goals is that consistently you're going to get these three runs in per week and that the initial goal is that you're just going to get out there and accomplish them whether or not you're just running for one minute at a time or you are going to just get that walking happening you're starting to achieve and setting small goals and if three is too much you're setting yourself a goal of 20 minutes um, or one time per week and you get that consistently happening and you turn that into a habit and then you build upon that and maybe it's that like you've got an opportunity to hop in a car get put somewhere and that's where you go for your walk on a certain day of the week and you add that to your routine and then once you've got that layer all set in concrete then you add another layer to it and sometimes it's these little mini goals that you take that help you get around that next corner and that help you get that little bit further and when you set these little mini goals you're able to take breathers and you're able to realize what you're achieving so you can even then set little mini goals when you're out on your run. So if you're doing little one minute bursts, you go, okay, I'm just going to get to the next corner. Okay, I just have to get to the next corner and then I'm going to give myself a breather. And each time you're just trying to increase the distance that you're running. 
the other thing to think about is just to enjoy the time that you're alone. Running gives you a really good space of space and quiet to reconnect to yourself and it helps you find time to like brainstorm or learn something new and it gives you an opportunity to really just tune out from the world. There's nothing like, um, there's no one like talking into your ear, there's no like phones, computers or emails distracting you, it's just a time that is really peaceful and quiet and it's connecting you to nature, connecting you back to your human nature, connecting you back to the earth, connecting you back to just that peace and quiet. The other thing you could do is you could find a running buddy. It's a great way to motivate yourself so that you can like put on your trainers and you can get out there and you can also have that motivation to keep going so that when pain sets in or that negative voice starts to appear, you're not going to slow down because you've got someone to be accountable to. Or maybe having a training partner to encourage you or support you is like a great distraction. Or maybe like it's not a running partner, maybe it's your husband or partner that's able to drop you off somewhere 5Ks on a Saturday morning and you make that commitment and you say, can you please take me to this corner and I'm going to run home. And that commitment, and even if you start and you, and you walk 2.5Ks of that, each week you're getting better at it and you're just creating that weekly habit of that, what you're doing. So finding a buddy or someone to help you on this journey is really good and it doesn't have to be a physical running buddy, it could just be somebody that's helping you make that habit happen. Other thing is like listening to music. So using this time, or podcasts, losing this time to listen to podcasts or audiobooks. And like music is a great tool to help get you motivated, help to get those beats running through your body and help you to improve, get your running happening. And so pump up the beats or use this time to listen to something more chilled out for like an easy gentle jog. Or maybe it's time that you want to like listen to a podcast from Fit's pretty cool. And if you want to like get more productive or get like subscribe to audiobooks.com where you can download one audiobook per month. I think it's $14 per month and you can get an audiobook per month. Or um, yeah, it's something that you can do to help you get more out of your running. So say if you want to be learning a new skill or new, learning a new language, running is that time that you could do that. So your running becomes bigger than your actual run. The other thing you could do is keep track of the runs that you're doing. So it's a great, or keeping a log of the runs. This is a great tool to help you improve and create more goals. So like logging the distance that you run or maybe if someone who's got like a Fitbit or a pedometer logging the amount of steps you did, the miles that you did, or the time that you did, it's a great way to look back on where you started from and just tracking it down. And you don't have to write down much, but just keeping little something to look back on gives you a really good sense of how much you've achieved in a really short time frame. The other thing is, like, like I said, do no more than three runs per week. So consistency is the key. If you go too much, you're going to burn out. But you kind of want that urge of, oh, I feel like going for a run today. Oh, I can't. It's not, it's not Thursday. But you've got that kind of urge to do it. And when you've got that urge, it's going to become more of a habit because you've got the enthusiasm happening. But if you go out all the time, you're going to burn out and most probably injure yourself in the process. So get that kind of commitment to three runs per week. And on days you don't feel like you're doing it, you're just taking one step at a time and making that happen. And remember, you've got to get through those first few runs and those first few weeks, but just commit to getting through that and then find how much easier it gets.
Next thing you want to do is maybe enter into a front run or enter into an event. And this can seem quite daunting to start with, but it's a great way to get really consistent with your training and have something to really walk to work towards. So there's no greater sense of achievement than like crossing that finish line and knowing that you've really conquered a goal. So as you can see, there's so many cool benefits that you can get from running far more than just the simple burning calories or doing it to lose weight. I'm doing it to help my, I want to be able to run when I want to run. I want to be able to run 10Ks if I want to go do a running event. I want to be able to have that, make sure that I've got that physical ability just to be able to run and feel really great. And so this is what I'm getting out of it and I'm making, it's making me feel really great in the process. It's making me feel awesome and when you look past those kind of things, this is when you're able to focus on like perfecting your technique and focusing on improving that time while you're running and you're not putting too much pressure on yourself to be achieving certain things by a certain time. So look at the different aspects of what running can provide you with and like kind of stop procrastinating. And if you want to be somebody who does want to be running and you want to be a runner, then start with these little simple steps and teach yourself how to enjoy it because too often we put that kind of um, bracket onto ourselves and like I said I don't know if I ever enjoyed running or if um, I taught myself to hate running because of my injury or what but you know it's right now I know what I want so I'm not looking at back at the past I'm looking about what I want now and what I want now is that I want to be enjoying running and I want to be running three times a week so this is something that I am teaching myself how to do and it's it's a really cool experience to go through. So I'd love for you to join me and if you want to be adding this into your daily routine. And so when I'm not running, this is when I'm doing things like yoga or filming some HIIT workouts or like at the moment we're embarking on our boot camp filming. So this is on the other days I'm filming those workouts. So getting the balance into your day and so that you're just getting... Um, everything that you need so that you're becoming a really functional, healthy human being. And it's not all about more is better. This is not much running. This is not much time. And it's, you know, I'm not out there trying to go as far as I can on a Saturday. It's simply 5K and at the end of it, I feel like I could run further. But that's all I'm doing. That's all I want to do. That's all I am doing at the moment because I don't want to burn out. I want to have that urge so that I want to go out again and I want to do it again. And I know that I've got other things that I need to get into my week. So it's about um, building energy. And too often we're like, okay, I need to just go as far as I can so that I can burn all this energy, burn all these calories and, and exhaust myself. And then we wonder why we're so tired because then you go out and you do that again and you do that again. But when you pull back and you're like, I'm doing this to make give myself more energy, I'm doing this to make myself better, thriving, optimal health, then you stop looking at things like that and you're doing it for the physical ability and then you get all the other benefits from it. So that's when you start to lose weight in the process, you start to feel really good, energised, motivated, you're charged up for your day, you're more productive and you get so many other benefits from it. So join me and stop procrastinating on the running and let's get those trainers on and head out running. Maybe you're out running listening to this right now and that's really cool. So love to know if you're joining me on this journey and trying to learn how to love running 
and yeah comment below get in touch um yeah love to hear from you until next week have a fantastic week enjoy those running enjoy getting the balance in your life doing what you love and achieving that optimal health do you lack time are you just too busy to exercise do you struggle even to find the energy or the motivation to exercise then get ready to take your health to a new level in the comfort of your own living room fat burning workouts as short as eight minutes yoga routines to de-stress and sculpt and tones to help you create a lean strong body learn how you can create real health and wellness with bit nutrition and wellness advice in the online gym here you will find over 400 video workouts from yoga, tai chi, high intensity interval training, sculpt and tones, mobility routines, extremes and so much more. New workouts added weekly along with cooking classes, menus, meal plans, webinars and over 500 recipes to help you get in the best shape of your life. Sign up today at foreverfit.tv forward slash online dash gym. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There is no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.